Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Thirty-five. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. So, do I understand this correctly? Governor Youngkin will be speaking on behalf of quote a controversial candidate for governor in Maine. Joe Biden is going to Pennsylvania to speak on behalf of a controversial candidate for senator. And yet, I I only heard the word controversial attached to the Republican. Hmm. Okay. Well, maybe it's just me. What can I tell you? It is a Thursday afternoon. There's a lot, obviously, that uh, we are dealing with as we head through the afternoon. Remind you, we've got our text line up and running again. Yep. 833-804-1140. 833-804-1140. That's how you jump in with the uh, the text line. Uh, a couple of texters here I want to get to before I chat with Tony Pham. One gentleman. Well, I don't know if it's a gentleman. It's an 804 number. Uh, Joe Biden, making America broke again. Yep, I got gotcha. you. Uh, someone down in Chesterfield, a uh, mom in Chesterfield says, Hey, Jeff, my daughter is in Chesterfield. She is once again 40 minutes late coming home from school. It's happened every day because her bus has had to double back. Tony and Henrico says, Jeff, I love you. Well, thank you. I, I love you, too. That was probably, let's see, Tony from Henrico. It's probably Tony Pham. Uh, Tony Pham, who served as the ICE director for President Trump. But I'm going to remind you, Tony, throughout his career as a public servant, and, and that truly is who and what Tony is, he has served Democrats as well as Republicans, and he's always done it with honor. And I'm just always happy when he's got time for us. Tony, thank you for being here. Thanks, Jeff. I promise not to say anything too controversial as a conservative. <laughs> All right. Well, I, uh, duly noted, Counselor. Thank you very much. Uh, let me ask you a question, my friend, and, and I, I don't mean this in a bad way, but you're a lawyer. I, I am told I play one on TV. Yes, you are guilty as charged. Uh, I asked you to uh, take a look at what the uh, chief of the United States Border Patrol had to say the other day about the border. And you, because you are not just a lawyer, you're a really good lawyer, you you read the whole thing he testified on, right? The whole deposition? All, if, all 299 pages, Jeff. All 299 pages, my man. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I apologize for giving you that much homework, but but tell me what you saw in there. What did he say? 
Well, don't apologize because, you know, he, Chief Ortiz is a 31-year career official. And so his words, while under oath, um, being uh, direct examined and cross-examined are absolutely important for all of us to read. This is the first time we're getting an unfettered or having access to a lengthy deposition transcript from the chief of Border Patrol, a career official, not a, not a political appointee but a career official on his assessment and his understanding of what is happening down at the Southwest border right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's disheartening to see it. And when you, when you compare it to the public data that's available on CBP's uh, webpage, it's, it's painfully apparent that his, his honesty is coming through. For example, page 40, when asked directly, is the border in crisis? And I quote, the answer is yes. And this is coming from someone who's been, his career is at the border. But yet what's disheartening is listening to the, the, the administration. And I can, I, I want to couch it this way, trying to gaslight the American public and telling us all that, oh, no, the border is secure. Right. And you, you've seen clips where the press secretary is saying, well, people aren't just walking over. They don't just walk over. And Jeff, you and I talked about this back in April yeah. in Yuma. Yeah. I'm standing there chatting and they're walking right over. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm flabbergasted at the level of of gaslighting that the public seems to be willing to accept to a degree. Yeah. But if you're not going to accept my assessment because I'm an appointee, I ask folks to listen to what Chief Ortiz is saying. This man spent 31 years, dedicated years, of protecting our nation uh, in multiple different facets uh, in CBP. And he's telling us the border's in crisis right now. And the numbers don't lie. They don't lie. And and I want to remind everybody, as uh, you are assessing this, Tony Pham is with us, uh, served as President Trump's ICE attorney. Uh, worked for uh, Sheriff Woody in the uh, in the city of Richmond uh, Sheriff's Office. To, and don't tell me, I'm trying to think of the other stuff. You were an assistant uh, uh, Commonwealth's attorney. You ran a jail. Uh, yeah. uh, I think there was fast food experience at some point as a younger guy, but I don't think that's relevant today, right? I had a blast of a career here in America, Jeff. I, I, I couldn't be more blessed. <laughs> you are the uh, the American dream. So so tell me about uh, about the uh, Border Patrol chief then. This deposition, he's under oath, right? I mean, he raises his hand the whole bit. Oh, absolutely. That was the very first thing you do after the pleasantries and do depositions. And having done a few depositions myself, you, you make sure that they, they understand that their answer they're going to see their answer again and must be under oath, swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And, you know, on on page 53, let me remind folks, uh, this isn't just us talking about it or on Fox News. When asked, you know, has, has more migrants died since the president has taken office with his policies, yeah. you know, Chief Ortiz says uh, on line 22 on page 53, yes, there have been more migrant deaths here on U.S. soil because of folks trying to come to the United States because of the pull factor, as we call it in the department, mm-hmm. the pull factor, bringing people in. And throughout the de- uh, his deposition testimony, he basically points out that without consequences, we can expect more people wanting to come. And what he means by that is simply put that we don't have a robust interior enforcement operation footprint. And that's on the ice side. And that breaks my heart because that's what we used to work on to protect the homeland in our communities. Right. Yep. 
And so we, we, we look at the reduced number of, of removals, but we have right now in this current fiscal year, we still have a few months to go, Jeff, okay. over 1,946,000 border encounters. And that's not including the gotaways. The entire fiscal year of last year was 1,734,000. So with a few months left to go, we have already eclipsed the total number of border encounters, and that number will only climb. And I think they're projecting well over 2 million border encounters by the end of the fiscal year. And Jeff, that, that, those are numbers that are available on mm-hmm. the CBP webpage. That's not Tony Pham pencil whipping data to fit right. a particular narrative. Yep. These are reported encounters numbers of deaths, reported encounters, and that just has led the chief to simply say, yeah, our border's in crisis. But yet, no one's visiting the border to see for themselves. The press secretary wants to talk about how people aren't walking over the border, but she has yet to step foot down there and to see and talk to these hardworking men and women in uniform um, and to learn and find out what the crisis is about and how do we as Americans, how do we accept this? How do we accept this? Tony, you know, it's a great point, and I, I, I want to remind everybody that the members of the United States Border Patrol are absolutely a frontline law enforcement agency, but they are also folks with, my opinion, and I mean, maybe I'm editorializing, but the guys that I've known, some of the biggest hearts that you have ever encountered because they are saving people who, granted, are trying to enter the country illegally, but they are being trafficked. They're saving young girls that are being brought across uh, to work as prostitutes. They're saving people whose lives have been threatened who are in danger because the coyotes and and remember this territory as we know is is really owned and operated at this point by the drug cartels out of mexico they don't give a damn about these human lives they care about the money and the border patrol agents are are saving lives and the idea there were two almost two million encounters we're going to see and the press secretary is raving about the fact there were three thousand arrests man the numbers just don't add up Jeff, it doesn't. It's almost like, hey, we're going we're gonna to allow gas prices to go to $5, and then we're going to brag about how we somehow we lowered it by a dollar, right? Yep. So our numbers here uh, in the month of, of August itself does show a dip. I'm very candid with it. The, the yes. data's there. It shows a dip yeah. from the month before, but it's still higher than the same month the year before. That's right. And so I, <laughs> you create the problem, and as you, you, you light the fire, and as you're putting out the fire, you want to brag about how you're putting out the fire. I, I just don't understand that. But I, I say this. I go back to simply this. Chief Ortiz, honorable guy, yep. 31 years uh, in, in service uh, on the front lines. And, you know, I feel bad for him to be put on the spot like that. But when presented with a lot of the, the policy exhibits, he's walking through all of the things that were rolled back by the administration. Now, Jeff, I will say this again. Elections have consequences. And the president has, you know, through his secretariat, uh, it has, has the, the, the authority to implement policies and changes. What I, as a voter and an American citizen, uh, worry about is when you come in, and for whatever reason, whether it's absolute personal dislike of the previous uh, president, you rip the Band-Aid off, but you don't put in fallback positions, as we call it, Right. right. And what you get is a broken arrow situation, and it's untenable. And right now, it, they're, they're trial and error. We're going to try to roll back MPP. Mm-hmm. Surge. Yep. Uh, court puts a stop to that. Well, what was your plan? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was the plan? 
you, you, you know, when you tried to roll back MPP, was it expedited removal? Right. Was it, you know, what are you trying to do here? Maybe you take some time, be patient, walk through, talk to career officials like, uh, like Chief Ortiz. Yep. Ask these individuals, get feedback from them about policies that are working and which policies you want to redirect, as I call it, right? Yeah. Um, and, and that way you can help safeguard the, the, the public, safeguard the citizens along the border towns. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. that's just my initial knee-jerk reaction to this. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm way over time, so I'm going to get yelled yeah. at anyway. So I'm going to give you another 30 <laughs> seconds here, Tony. Uh, Governor Greg Abbott in Texas said, hey, uh, Mayor Adams, here you go. Mayor Bowser, here you go. He's added Mayor Lightfoot in Chicago now to the list. Gut check reaction to the uh, – it's like the road company now of the uh, – uh, all, all, all sanctuary cities I had to fight with back in 2020, and all I can say is welcome to the dance. <laughs> right. You know, why, why should why should the border town communities, the citizens down there be the only ones that struggle through their resources being overtaxed and overwhelmed when, yep. you know, the, your president, you know, the, the, your party. Right. Yep. Has created border policies that have pulled people over here. Um, you know, I don't wish ill will on anyone, Jeff. Right. But sometimes people have to see firsthand and experience it before they can finally accept it. You know, kids telling them, don't stick your finger in the, in the electrical post, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> or touch the hot stove. Don't touch That's the hot right. stove. They won't know until they do it. So um, I don't wish it on anyone, but you know what? It's going to come full circle, and maybe they'll understand that they're going to have to ask the, the, the president of the United States to actually enforce the law. Sounds like a plan to me. Welcome to the dance. I like it. Tony Pham, always a pleasure to have you here, my friend. Great insight. Uh, Tony knows a thing or two about a thing or two, and I'm always thrilled when he is uh, able to make some time for us. Great analysis uh, of what is going on. And uh, for the Border Patrol chief, Chief Ortiz, God bless him, 31 years on the job. He's not going to lie. He's under oath. He said, yeah, uh, the border is in a crisis. It is Joe Biden's fault, and you got people dying as a result of it. So there you go. Did you want to win tickets? Oh, oh, you did. Okay, well, it's 345. Why not? Yeah. You want 38 special tickets? I got them. Here's what I'm going to do. 833-804-1140. Call us. All right, you get a chance to do a chat with uh, Ryan there. 833-804-1140. Caller number 11. You'll get a pair of tickets to go see 38 special at uh, Chesterfield After Hours River City Sportsplex. 833-804-1140. 345. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.